Hello, welcome to today's WGO podcast. A couple, couple things. Um, listening to uh, My Favorite Universe by Neil deGrasse Tyson. It's one of his great courses, um, programs, or, or I guess it's one of his great courses in the Great Course series. And it really is, it's always a pleasure to listen to Neil deGrasse Tyson talk science and explain things. He is such a gifted mind and such a such a gifted instructor and teacher. His temperament, I mean, just, it's just hard not to love him on every level. <laughs> and, you know, when I'm listening to this book, or this course, you know, it's an audible book, but it's a course on audible. Um, you know, it, it's amazing. It, like right now, he's on the part where they're discussing when we sent our probes out in the 70s, and it took them, you know, 20 years to get out towards Jupiter. And we could confirm things like Jupiter's weather and actually see the moons that had been observed as little dots of light, you know, little stars almost looking, looking things. And he had said that the Galilean satellites, you know, four or five of these moons had been observed as far back as Galileo. It's just they couldn't confirm really exactly, you know, exactly what it what it was. Um, you couldn't see it. You could just see that there was something orbiting, and he could observe way back then, you know, a couple hundred years ago. But then we sent the probes out. We could actually start seeing, like, the largest volcano in the solar system, for example, on Io. You know, all the interesting stuff was actually taking place on these moons, orbiting these giant ga- these gas giant planets. And also, the red storm on Jupiter was observed back, you know, he said 300 years ago. I find that fascinating. You know, the storm's been raging for 300 years. So, what it should trigger in you... It's something you probably casually know of, but you should always kind of keep that perspective. You know, perspectives matter, the tagline of this podcast, you know. Um, of just how small. And all of this crazy stuff that we put up with here on Earth, especially this insane economic instability and planetary destruction that we're now witnessing, and people are just so stubborn, can't even step back and even allow themselves five seconds to think of something better than this. They just keep doubling, they're like doubling down on this fucking stupidity. Uh, but if you just, you know, really contemplate the vastness of the cosmos, you know, the universe, and, in, you know, just in our own solar system, you know, with our sun and our planets, and you get out to these gas giants that have multiple moons, including Europa, with what appears to be an ocean underneath uh, cracked ice on the surface that's moving around. Io with its massive volcano. Uh, I'm sure there's other ones. I, I think I, I forget what the deal with Titan was. Somebody can, Manny can jump in on that. <laughs> we're gonna have Manny on the podcast again here soon to talk. I think we're gonna do pulsar, uh, pulsars and uh, new, you know neutron stars and quasars. Kind of try to figure out, you know, put in layman's terms what the differences are and compare the two. Again, it was sparked by this this book that I'm listening to. You know, my favorite universe by Neil deGrasse Tyson. Hold on, I gotta push pause and go to the restroom. Hold on.
Okay, I'm back. Uh, so yeah, long story short, you know, re revisit what you think you know, and in particular, revisit science and uh, and, and and astronomy in this case to orient yourself with a good baseline perspective. And you need to you you have to rejuvenate this because if you're anything like me. You'll think you know something. You'll like read a book or list watch a show or think, you'll be like, oh, I, I learned something. But then as time goes on, if you're being honest with yourself, it, it fizzles, it fades. It, it's uh, not, it's not, you're not as sure-footed with it anymore. Unless you're big ego and you're just, you know. Hold on. Notified about something else here. Okay. You know, unless that's a, your, your trip is a, you know, that you just think you know everything, and, oh, well, that sucks. Sucks to be you. So, you know, I, I'd encourage you to rejuvenate, replenish, multiple times a year, by the way, certain key perspectives, one of which is the cosmic perspective, the astronomical, astrolo astronomical, not astrological, that's horseshit, the astronomical perspectives. You know, the vastness of space, the vastness of our own solar system, our place in it, the fragility uh, and the improbability of something like Earth existing and life evolving like we have into this conscious state. You know, keep that always in front and center because it helps do the next thing. Now, the next thing is my friend said, hey, man, check out Bill Hicks. So I pull up, and I, and I knew of Bill Hicks, and I had heard people refer to Bill Hicks, but... You know, to be fair, I'd only heard a little bit of Bill Hicks. I, ha I hadn't actually watched one of his shows yet. You know, one of his hours, whatever you want to call it, sets. So I literally wrote in my journal, tonight's theme will be Bill Hicks. I'm not going to fiddle fuck around trying to find a movie or something because I, at the end of the night, I've been going through a tremendous amount of stress and turmoil lately. So I'm on this routine where basically I work all day, try to keep a nap in the routine because I, I can right now on my schedule have a nap which is something I haven't had for years because of kids and stuff but I could do it now get away with a little nap and then I have a second part of the day where I work 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 to about 9 p.m and then you know I've been trying to I was sitting and working on my book project here lately I've been getting back to a little bit of, of guitar trying to build a set that course correlates with the book by the way it's the humanomic humanomic cycle that I'm working on the humanomics art cycle and um, try to build a music set, you know, a piece of art, do the discipline, daily discipline there of putting the work in. And then, you know, come 10, 30, 11 o'clock, I'm going back and I'm, and again, trying to relax and trying to not get overly stressed out and overwhelmed with all the stress and financial pressure and all the other crap that I'm dealing with right now. And uh, so what I've noticed is I'm not really a fan of movies anymore. I'm not really, a, and I never have been a fan of TV in years, ever really. Hell, I've had huge chunks of my life where I didn't even own a television. And frankly, I, f I find it to be incredibly boring. Um, and I think my motivation to get me back into movies would probably partially be fed by my absolute addiction to popcorn. Uh, hold on. Getting the work challenge here. So. So. Um. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, I gotta push pause for one second.
can't get to the pause screen. My screen's locked up. So now you got to put up with me for a minute. Ha, ha, ha. Lucky you. <laughs> All right, back in the vehicle. Let's see if we can make hay here. Okay, so we'll finish this podcast episode in the vehicle. Or you'll probably notice it's a little bit better sound quality because it's not... When, my breath, when I catch my breath, I won't be huffing and puffing as much for my dictation walk. And... Which, oh, by the way, is a dismal failure. Turns out that dumping the MP3 files into Word and then trying to massage that is very time-consuming, and I just haven't found that that's the best investment of my time, so I don't have the written transcripts as promised for the podcast. Uh, again, lucky you. Uh... So, getting back to Bill Hicks. So, again, the first, first topic was keep a proper and water your, your perspective all the time, more than once a year, on the uh, global, astronomical, uh, cosmic, you know, universal perspective, the big picture. And I would even say augment that with big history so that you can then be prepared to handle things like Bill Hicks. Now, Bill Hicks, for those that don't know, was an American comedian, died in 94, and you can find his stuff on YouTube, you know. I found the Relentless uh, set, and that was one of the ones that was recommended to me, and enjoyed it immensely, and immediately understood what this guy was doing with his sense of humor, brand of humor, and how massive of a cultural influence he continues to be to this day, even though he's dead. He was labeled with labeling people as dark comedy, but he's much more than that. He's, in my opinion, this is a philosopher with uh, important things to say and shine light on, important perspectives that can only be appreciated if, if one is coming from some type of learned position. You know, like, and I'm not saying that as an ego. I'm just saying, you know, you have to fucking have some respect for what's really going on in the world and be willing to actually fucking be honest about shit. To, to appreciate and understand somebody like Bill Hicks. You're, you're, you're not going to understand it if you're a dipshit. It's not going to be that funny to you. What I mean by dipshit is you're unwilling to learn. You, you're, you know it all already. Well, but he's, he's quite illuminating. And, he, and he's, uh, he's right about a lot of stuff. And he's funny. And he cuts to the core. And people like him are so important. You know, people go after like Joe Rogan, for example, in his community. But Joe Rogan is indirectly how I found out about Bill Hicks. Via Ron White, I think. And again, Ron White's one of these people, if you're like me, you think you know. Because you saw him along the way. He's like, oh yeah, he's the guy who talks funny and has a horse, uh, smokes and drinks all the time. <laughs> like, you've been there, done that. No, fuck you. You don't know that. Go back. Revisit it. Because comedic greats, the Dave Chappelle's of the world, the Bill Hicks of the world, are fucking massively important, man. We need them now more than ever. We certainly don't need left anistas and right-wing nutjobs trying to fucking castrate these people and get rid of them and deplatform them. Are you fucking kidding me right now? It's the only window you have to any truth for people like this. And believe me, most of what you're consuming is your fucking stuff in your face with some bullshit or some kale chips, or whatever the fuck your trip is, you, you, you fed your brain full of retarded bullshit, 
and you're incapable now of seeing the good stuff. So why don't you have some of the good stuff? Your ass doesn't smell that good, so remove your fucking head from your ass, please. Do us all a favor before it's too late. Your dipshittery is costing the planet and costing me dearly. You guys are fucking killing me. Absolutely killing me. Can't make ends meet. All the jobs are bullshit. Well, I think we can get you to $12 an hour in Florida. That's a fucking discussion that I had recently. I'll have to get special permission, but I, I might be able to get you 12 bucks an hour. The fuck, man? Get out of here with that. <laughs> kidding me, man? I literally would rather be homeless than do that. Like, fucking seriously. What the fuck? Oh, you should be appreciative. This is the greatest country ever. Test the Bill Hicks. He was keeping it real like that, about stuff like that. And he was doing that shit circa 1990. I think just before he died, 91, 92 is when he recorded Relentless, I believe in Montreal. Which is awesome. I can't wait to get to his other ones. You should check them out. Again, probably should revisit things like that every year. To remind yourself of what good art looks like. People that can cut through bullshit. Not prance around like a freaking idiot. But you probably won't. Because you know it already. And you're a genius. And you're so smart. And you're so rich. As testimony to how awesome you are. You're so rich. <laughs> the fuck out of here. American dipshittery is costing everyone dearly. So, Bill Hicks, it's funny. It's not as negative as I sound. He's funnier. I'd like to be that funny one day. I'd like to evolve this into being something that funny and that focused and that relevant and, and, you know, and useful. I don't want to say important because that's not the right word. Useful. Pragmatic. I'll stop there. In the last 24 hours since I finished the Trump book, uh, uh, frankly, we did to win this election, which is, again, something I highly recommend you listen to, especially if you think you know what you're talking about, because you don't, and you vote, which is weird and fucked up and has serious, serious consequences. I think you should sprinkle in some Neil deGrasse Tyson. Take your pick, man. He's got so much good shit. He didn't make bad shit. He never made a bad record, so to speak. Motherfucker only hits home runs. And get you some Bill Hicks. He's on the fucking A-team, too. And, and, and hit up the Rogan. You don't have to agree with everything. Fuck, I don't. In fact, I've noticed the more I've logged miles with Rogan, he interrupts people sometimes too much for my taste. I wish he would not do that. But he gets excited. He's human. Come on, give me a break. He's usually baked. But he's cool. He does great art. He's such an important part of American culture right now. Such an important part. for the and By extension, such a, a global treasure for humanity. So get your head out of your ass, will you? Get your learn on, yo. Love you. Out.